What's up, everybody? It's the After Show, but later, episode number 148 over here. I can't believe we're already there, Doug. I actually added up the other day the amount of hours. We have over 157 hours of content. That's why you're my dog, bro. Can you believe that? Over 157 hours of content. So if you guys are new to us, my name's D. That's El Kukui. We're the only unofficial, official, unofficial, official, unofficial, whatever it is, Covino and Rich after show. If you don't know of Covino and Rich, they're on Fox Sports Radio. They're on Patreon. Mm-hmm. They're on SiriusXM. Bella fellas. They're, they're everywhere, man. So if you don't know about them, you need to get with the program. Today, we have so much going on for you, but we always like to get it started in one way. We have the homie Baseline Trey. And Al Kukui, do, do you think you have him ready for us? On the road to the riches, because it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spliff and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heavens. And come and spend a day in the 757. It's exactly what we all need today on the after show. But later, it's your boy D. I'm over here joined by El Kukui, the one and only El Kukui, if you want to be anal about it. But, you know, it's or funny because... you want to call me... Or call me by the same thing Verizon calls me by. Oh, yeah. It, you know, it's funny because Funky Monkey hit us up because I had snapped that. That when El Kukui called me at work, it literally said El Kukui on his... On the person that was calling me. So, um, Funky Monkey was like, I need to get my shit together and, and have it say Funky Monkey whenever I'm calling people. So, I thought it was super for real, cool. For real. Well, hey, what's Tony Ferguson say about that? I, I I don't know, man, but I, I think I think you know what? It's time that he needs to reevaluate his life. If we have it actually staying El Kukui when you call people, I don't know. I think he needs to take a, a second look at his life and think about what he's doing with himself. You know, I mean, bro, he's big, and you know, he's he's meant a lot to the sport, but he's not bigger than Verizon. And if Verizon makes it official, you lost, bro. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I feel you. I think. Um, but anyway, besides Tony Ferguson, besides El Kukui's, the you, the fake one, everybody else, there was a lot going on this week. So, uh, what, what is it that you wanted to start off with? If you don't have anything, I can definitely start off with something because I have plenty. Um, but yeah, let let me know how you're feeling. When Siri does you wrong. How did Siri, how how did Siri do you wrong, man? Let let me hear. I was, I I was messaging Covino and, and, and I don't know if you guys heard, but, um, she kind of clowned him and said he had a dad bod. Who's she? Because you just started with me- she. Me- me- Melody, sorry. Okay. And she clowned him. And so we're texting back and forth. And, you know, I know Cavino knows me and he knows he knows how I am. But fucking, bro, I tried to fucking respond and shit through the message with Siri. And it left out fucking two crucial words. And it kind of changed the whole message. So the two crucial words were my daughter. But, um, you know, and I'm not going to give you all our business or whatnot about, about the message. But... Have you ever text somebody where maybe you were doing it through Siri and uh, you hit send before you proofread that motherfucker and then you went back later and like, huh, that was not what I meant. No, you know, what's funny is actually I have something um, not similar, but but in the same ballpark. Um, I actually I, a memory came up on Facebook. It was like, hey, you said this or you You're still on it. that shit. Yeah, Doug, me, me and my grandma, the only two people left. Do you, but- you use dust to sign in? <laughs> or skeleton or fucking skeleton bones bro is that how you sign in you get some skeleton skeleton i'm, I'm trying bones? i'm trying to age myself up a little bit because i feel like um some of the bigger people they're thinking about like in the podcast game you got the like the rogans the shops they're, they're not older but they're older than me so i'm um, Cavino and rich right they're they're in their early 40s and so i'm trying to age myself up a little bit if I'm over here talking about TikTok all day, I mean, is anybody ever going to take me serious? No, I got to be serious. I got to be over here. I have to let people know that I'm still on Facebook. But anyway, it shared a memory with me and it had said, hey, let me know. It was something that I had screenshot. It said, let me know um, when you're not busy. I wanted to tell you about my doctor's appointment. Um, then it said, like, it said, dot, 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 he's nuts. And then I had sent another text and said that. Brianna, my girl, had yelled out, D's nuts. So it was the voice of text that I was doing. So Siri, that one, they didn't do me wrong. They actually corrected it because it could have said D's nuts. And I think I was texting my mom. So, Oh, <laughs> so, shit. So she had yelled out D's nuts because she didn't. She just saw me doing voice of text and she thought it was funny. So, yeah, um, yeah so I, I don't know. You, you it, got it's, got. I got got. Yeah, she freaking just from the, like, you know, down the fucking room. She's like, D's nuts. That's classic, nuts. bro. I like that. So, yeah, so. I had put on Facebook. That's when I knew she was the one was because 
she was over here making these nuts jokes. And this was like four or five years ago, you know? Well, you know, Welvin the Great did want me to ask you if you're going to the barbecue. Who's, who's Welvin the Great? The D's Nuts guy. He, he told me to ask you if you were going to go to the barbecue. Oh, oh, the the something came in the mail for you today, guy. Yeah, are you going to the barbecue? I I am not. No, the barbecue, bro. You you signed up. You agreed for it. Are you going to go? What time are you going to be there? Uh, I don't remember know. That, remember that one? I don't remember that one. The barbecue, bro. Well, barbecue. Where I slap my meat across your grill. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's Elko Kui for you guys. That's the character that Rich Davis was talking about. I don't know if you guys heard this past week, but Rich Davis was actually talking about how he checked us out. And he, he was saying Elko Kui is quite a character. And you know what? I agree. Thanks, I, Rich. I, I feel like um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have been doing this show this long with Elko Kui if he was just some lame, you know? So I feel like doing it with somebody who's who's a character who brings the funny who brings an outside perspective who who thinks a lot differently than i do in a lot of ways you know i think i mean who else could i do the show with besides el kakui i don't know thank you rich appreciate the compliment and you know and shout out rich davis just glad that he checked our show out and and it seemed like he might even liked it a little bit hey rich rich doesn't believe you're an italiano he thinks you're a vato loco what i gotta show him my fucking boat card or what bro what's he <laughs> <laughs> what you want to see? I don't understand. I, I and I'll take the, I'll take that. You know, I mean, I I got love for my Vato locals. So if you want to compare me to them, I'll take I'll take the compliment. Um, however, yes, I'm Italiano. That's so funny. And Cavino called him out. He was like, no. He was like, he's an Italiano. And Rich was like, no, he's not. He he said that you're cut from the same cloth as the dude from This Fool. So I thought that was pretty hey, funny. Well, you, but you know what though? I mean, so let me ask you this. Am I really cut from the same cloth as this fool or did we just both grow up in California? You know, and maybe, uh, you know, an under under uh, underprivileged part of the state, you know, because I grew up in Fresno. So, I mean, I've seen a lot of crazy ass shit growing up and, and I definitely can relate to this fool. Well, this fool, that fool and all the fools, really. Um, Every fool out there. You and know, all what? The fucking I, su- and all the sucio vatos, too. You know what? I have I have something that I need a little bit of clarification on. Because Cavino and Rich have both said this in def- different times, different, um, you know, every whenever I hear the term or the phrase or it's a term, but when people say their hometown, my hometown, okay. what do you think from El Kukui's perspective that they're talking about? Uh, I think it could mean two things. And, and I think that from, from – and I take two things from it. That's either where you're from, like born, right, or where you spent the majority of your time that you feel like it shaped you and your character and your personality. Okay, cool. I'm glad you had these two perspectives because this isn't what I've heard either one of them within – actually within the last year talk about. When they're talking about their hometown, they're talking about where they're currently living. And for me – like hometown I, they're saying they're and so okay that's fine but I, I, so what would you change it to where are you from no 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 it, it's just that when they're referencing they'll say yeah. like um but that's not how things are done in my hometown or something right but they're referring well, to the, where they live now so for sherman me oaks or sherman heights or whatever yeah yeah is. so they're talking about like sherman oaks or fucking the valley or wherever the fuck they are and so for me when i hear Oh, my hometown. I think of, like you said, either where you were born, but say you weren't raised there, but you were born there and a month in your life, your parents moved you and raised you somewhere else, right? (coughs) To me, that would be like your hometown. Like my girl was born in Florida, but she was raised in Temecula, California. So to me, she's from Temecula. So she's from Temecula because she only spent like a couple of months in Florida while she was a newborn. Bro, you know what, bro? Basic math and numbers don't lie. Yeah. And if you just bust out the percentage... The one with the highest percentage, bro, the number that has the highest fucking little percentage sign behind it, that's where you're from. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. But it, it's to me, it, it's kind of crazy because I've heard them talk about like, oh, the Trader Joe's in my hometown. But they're talking about where they live right now, where, where their house is located right now. And I guess it makes sense. That's the town their home is in. But it, to me, it's kind of weird because I've always thought of that as... My hometown where I grew up, where I was born, where I fucking this or that. 
But it's just weird because I kind of feel like maybe it could be an East Coast type of thing because it might be, you know, how they they refer to waiting in line. You know, if you're at the bank and you're in line, you'll hear them mm-hmm. say online, like somebody drew a line on the floor yeah, and you're yeah, standing no, you're on in it. line. So they'll they I say heard soda that, pop instead of soda or pop. I don't know. I think pop might be a little more like Midwest type Midwest. Of thing. Yeah. yeah. People, those flyover states that people call them. Um, but you know what? You know what, though, bro? Here's the thing. So I lived in Southern Humboldt for about two years. I lived in Northern Humboldt for about two and a half years. And I lived in Southern Oregon, Coos Bay, for about four years. I'm not from none of those fucking places. Hmm. I was there for a minute. I kicked it. Yeah. I had a couple spots. You know, at the time, I was a local yokel. But I'm not a local yokel. No, I ain't been to Coos Bay in fucking eight years. You know what I mean? I ain't lived there what's, in what's a local yokel? Local yokel means is, uh, okay, so in Coos Bay, when you're a local yokel, you're hitting up that little bar over there in North Bend where they got a laundromat and casino games in there. So you can play slot machines, pool, order fried food, and wash your clothes. If you can do all that, bro, any day of the week for 52 weeks, you're a local yokel. Yeah. Um, you know what? You know I'm, spots, I'm, you know I'm glad people. you said you said. Um, what did you say right now? Fuck. There was something that reminded me of Rich Davis this week, where this dude. I'm like, Rich, if you're gonna like take the jokes or whatever that we're saying in the chat, all you got to do is read them word for word. You're not. You don't need to take it and try to punch it up a little. Because Some context in it. Well, because I had said they were talking about used and pre-owned um, certified vehicles or something, right? And who's so, buying a certified pre-owned vehicle, bro? Well, that's what they were talking about. Is that I think Riches is actually a, a pre-owned is vehicle he? because he his hold on time. You know what? Time out. All right. As a longtime listener of the show. He's not a little boy anymore. He's starting to be all grown up. Rich Davis is buying a pre-owned vehicle. Well, it's a he's tw- thinking his his Beamer that he got is a 2020. So unless they had him. it, unless they had it sitting on the lot that Good you know him, nobody's bro. driven yet, then I'm guessing it's pre-owned, right? So they were talking Gross. about rebranding that term because it used to be used cars, right? All growing up as kids, it was either you buy a new car or a used car. Now you buy a certified pre-owned car. So but it's been like that for like 20 years, no? So um yeah, it's been it's been the last like 10 or 20 years, but certified okay. pre-owned is what the phrase that they're using. So in the chat, I made a comment because they were talking about used and now it's called certified pre-owned. So I okay. had said that's what I used to call all the whores in high school. <laughs> I would refer to them as certified pre-owned. And Rich took it. And he was like, um, so if you're dating somebody uh, who is promiscuous or he said something, w- would you like he he just check it out. It, 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 he tried to turn it around and like kind of like make it his own. And I was like, Rich, if you would have just said what I said, it would have been kind of funny. And then we could have moved on. But he took it and tried to rephrase it, I guess. Um, I don't know. To me, I was just like, you could have left it the way it was. And, and it would have been it would have been somewhat <laughs> funny, you know? Bro, on the hood, we call it, you can call it however you want. Make whatever fucking hood rat spin you want to put on it, go ahead and do that. In the hood, we call it bodies, and you count them. And they're just, you ain't getting away from that number. It is what it is. Doug, you've gotten, you've moved around so much that when we started the episode, I think you were smaller than me. And now you look like freaking, like you're Manti Tail, and I'm a six year old boy. There you go. I'm scared. Uh, that scares me. It well, doesn't make me you, feel good. You know what though? I think it's because the 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 more in the more into the the story you get, the more you, you're getting closer. You're bringing it closer. So so for those of you, the way we have our, for those of you that are listening, if are watching it on YouTube, if you see Al Kakui going from a gi- a gigantic dude to a small dude, um, it's only because uh, the way our cameras are set up. Right? It, it's no other reason. No, it's because I want you to buy my feet picks on Feet Finder. You know, I think this is the fifth episode you've brought this up. So, 
Do you have a Feet Finder account? Is that what you're trying to tell oh, us? I, I, I fucking signed that fucker up. I just ain't posting no pics yet, but I'm gonna. <laughs> gonna that's how you're gonna make your millions? Bro, I'm telling you right now, they tell you that to be wealthy, you have to make money while you sleep. And if people are buying pics of my feet while I sleep, I'm on my way to getting wealthy. Just saying. I feel you 100%. So go ahead, um, feetfinder.com slash El Kukui 805. 805. That's how you know it's him. It'll say 805. <laughs> uh, that's fucking classic. We're like, my beer. My beer says 805. Check it out. There you Bam. go. And Do you know eight- about the 805, D? You fuck with those or no? No, actually, I've never had one of those. Whenever I hear 805s, um, I think it's a, a few numbers short of the 808s that you hear in music, but that's something a little different. What about so, a 508? You ever had one of those? I don't know. I don't know what that is. What is You drink one of those either, backwards? Just made it, it's just backwards. <laughs> you drink it with the label facing away from you, so it says 508. You just look at it. You try to look at See, you just try to look at it from this side of the bottle, bro. See, you see 805 in the back seat. I see 508. Um. All right. You know what? I know. I know that you're a. You've been a, a gym rat for the last year or so. You know, always kind of gone. The last year or so, you've been a little more consistent. So, um, I want to know when yes. it comes to the gym, are you somebody? who goes to the gym with no headphones like a serial killer or oh, hell no. do you wear headphones like a normal person bro no we all get add like this social media having everything at your fingertip on your phone shit has killed everybody and absolutely not i do absolutely abso- not will i ever go to the gym without headphones i will take my ass home and get my shit yes you do? Are you trying to kill me next, bro? No, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, my bad. No. Um, no, definitely. But Rich had said, he was like, no. But he's, again, he's somebody who doesn't even sweat at the gym, right? So he was like, well, why would I want to go home he with my... He doesn't sweat at the gym? You, you haven't heard that? Like two, three weeks bro, ago. Bro, I'm, I'm, I look horrible, bro. I'm wearing like four layers. I've got a, a wife beater, a t-shirt, a fucking one of them little stretchy shirts that fucking keeps all your compression long sleeves and a hoodie, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm hitting five, six miles on the exercise bike for 20, 25 minutes. And I'm hitting the fucking sauna for another 20 or 30. The way you're talking about you're layered up and stuff, right? That's typically how I like to go as well. Yeah. And for me, since I'm I'm a big boy, I'm going to sweat a lot, right? So for outcast? me, it, it catches a lot. Bro, or what? <laughs> yeah, it catches a lot of the sweat. My arms, my body, whatever. So I'm wearing like a compression shirt, like you said. Yeah. I might have like a t-shirt over and then I got a hoodie or a zip up or something to ke- you know, it just makes it a lot easier for me than to be like dripping all over the place. Rich right. was saying that he's like, well, if I'm just going to go and, you know, do a couple of uh, uh, curls or whatever, he was like, I'm not going to break a sweat. And for me, I'm like, okay. He needs more weight. I feel like if you're looking at this from an outsider perspective, you're like, D, what are you talking about? You're a fat ass and he's in shape. Yeah, but still, I feel like if you're going to go to the Whoa, gym Rich and you're is not in shape, bro. And you're, I feel like if you're not going to break a sweat, what's the point of even going to say you did? I think, is, is that really what it is? So you're, somebody's I asking mean, you, hey, what'd you do today? Yeah. Uh, I went to the gym. I freaking had lunch. I Like, are you just checking it off? Because if you're not really breaking a sweat what what are you doing if you're not trying to monitor your heart rate making sure your heart rates you know up elevated whatever you know it's like what what is it i read something recently about like where your max heart rate is supposed to be at like if you're trying to get the most you know out of your fucking workout or whatever but i'm just like if you're gonna go and you're you're literally not even gonna sweat enough to where your t-shirt's a little funky like as far as like oh man that was like it's sticking to you a little bit or yeah yeah then you just leave the gym and go on with the rest of your day because it's just like you were at walmart or something i don't get i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta rinse every time i mean 100 but but you know what though if you're not trying to get gains and you're just trying to stay like you know you're just tight you know what i'm saying you're just trying to maybe get cut maintain maintain maybe not even cut Maybe you're just trying to stay firm. You know what I'm saying? So you could probably try to stay firm without sweating. But I think we're probably jaded because we're bigger dudes. And when we go, part of that is is weight loss. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know if Rich Davis goes to the gym to lose weight. I doubt he does. 
But so maybe that's where it comes from. He he might not go to the sauna, bro. You know, but it's so weird because I've known I, I feel like I don't know, maybe I just kick it with a bunch of sweaty dudes and all my friends hit. But I feel like I've been to the gym with dudes that are like hella in shape. And if we're doing if we're lifting or whatever, I feel like automatically, automatically you start lifting. You know, you're trading off on sets on a machine or benching or whatever or I feel like automatically you're breaking a sweat. So to me, it is kind of like how if do you're you... maxing, if you're going for max reps. Not really. If you're if because you're if you're going with your homies, well, bro, be honest though. If you're going with your homies, you're not doing no lightweight fucking reps. Like you guys are at least somewhat competitive. Like it's not that you're gonna pick a weight where you can't do 10, and maybe you do, but you're definitely trying to outweight each other. So if you're with someone smaller than you and you can normally do like 275 and he does 225, you might do 250. But if that fucker does 300, you're probably going to try to do 300 too. You know what? That's a good point. I'm just trying to think of like, I don't know. I don't know. Because like, I feel like, right, you know what? I don't know. I guess, I guess you make a point. Because I'm trying to think of dudes that I've gone with that I know that can lift way more than me. And, but I'm like... So you're saying like if they wouldn't have gone with me, maybe they're not going as hard. But I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I, when I'm you're torn. with your bro, I'm torn. I, I, I think that when you're with your bros, like even if you go to the bar, right? If me and you kick it for the first time in person, we go to the bar. I don't want you to drink me. Like every beer you have, I want to at least have the same beer. <laughs> I, I don't can, want to. Well, I, can, I can tell you this stuff. I won't out drink you. I could tell you that for well, sure. And, and, and I'm not necessarily trying to go there to out drink you because I don't really care. It's not a competition, but but I at least want to be like when you're ready for a beer, I want to be ready, too. So I think that, you know, if you're playing good at the pool table, I want to play good at the pool table, too. If you're hitting your little putt putt golf, I want to hit my hole in one, too. <laughs> like, I, I mean, bro, if you bowl 160, I want to bowl 161, too. I don't mm -hmm. know, bro. I'm, I'm a competitive motherfucker. So, no, I feel I you. Even... I feel you on that. But I'm just feeling like. I don't know. I, maybe you're right. Maybe it is because we're bigger dudes, but I've never heard of any or I've never even seen anybody when I'm at the gym. I've never seen like a thin dude not sweating and then just, all right, see you guys well, later. Fucking bounce, you know? Well, but but to be honest, though, even when I go to the gym, I don't even lift weights. The only thing I do at the gym is cardio. Mm -hmm. That's it. Because I don't care. I feel like I lift enough at work, like lifting stuff here, lifting stuff there. You know, I'm probably lifting less than between 25 and 50 pounds, 100, 200 times a day. So I'm not trying to get buff. That'll keep me toned. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so the gym for me is just cardio. I just want to get my heart. I, I, I don't care about the only muscle I really care about besides my wiener is my fucking heart. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, bro, I care about my wiener muscle. My fucking penis muscle and my heart muscle, bro. So when I go to the gym, it ain't to make other muscles cute. I'm not there to to have fucking Hulk Hogan 24-inch fucking pythons, bro. I'm there to make sure I can live to be 90. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel like the biggest the biggest thing for me definitely has been, and I, I mean, I've only been in the gym recently. Oh, I, I yeah. But for me, the biggest thing is definitely my heart, right? Definitely right. the cardio. So I'm doing the stair climber, the fucking treadmill, the this, the that, the whatever. I like to lift and not like like you said, not to get the the Hulk Hogan 24 inch pythons. But for me, I enjoy it. It's something that I thoroughly enjoy. I don't enjoy the cardio so much. I do that for the like the health perspective. Right. So for right. I'm trying to build my heart. Um, I mean, I'm my Apple watch, bro, my Apple watch library. When the doctor asked me how much I exercise, I want to be able to show him, Hey motherfucker, I'm riding 30 miles a week on the bike for 52 weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I feel you. So I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, it's just so, it's just weird to me. It was just so weird for me to hear that recently, but actually what got, got us started on this conversation was the headphones thing. And Rich was saying that he doesn't wear headphones at all. And then Spot had said sometimes that he doesn't wear headphones because he likes to enjoy the sounds of the gym. Fuck that. <laughs> and, and for fuck me. Fuck that. Love you, Spot, but fuck that. Yeah, no, it, it, it's, I don't know. I guess, enjoy the sounds of TikTok. Fuck that. Or you know what I've been doing lately, bro? What's up? I've been killing a double whammy. Motherfuckers, 
You can buy my style. I'm giving you permission right now. Go ahead and do what I do because the shit works and it's dope. You want to kill two birds with one stone and you really want to have fun doing it. Sign up for that Duolingo shit and Duolingo. You owe me some money for this plug, but I do my Duolingo, bro. I'll hit the sauna here in the morning at like six thirty-seven. No one in the sauna in the in the sauna, bro. And I'm over here. Six thirty-seven. That's exact. Do you go every day at six thirty-seven, bro? Uh, that's when no people are there. And that's when I can do Duolingo while I'm in the sauna. So not only am I sweating for 25 minutes in the sauna, I'm learning Spanish. So if you're ever in California and you walk by a sauna and you hear El Burrito, <laughs> you know El Cucuy's in there. Lo siento. Uh, uh, no, I'll be doing that. And then when I go to the gym, when I go, when I'll take off from that one, because I've said it here before, but I'll go ahead and repeat myself. But here, here in Lompoc, only place that has a sauna is Pier Fitness. But they don't really have no exercise bikes. They only got one. So I'll go there for the sauna, and then I go down the road to Planet Fitness. And when I'm at Planet Fitness, that's when I get my cardio. And uh, there's more cakes at Planet Fitness, too. Planet Fitness got the cakes because it's 10 bucks a month. All the cakes go there. But Not here, anyways, dog. At here, our Planet Fitness is nothing but fat-ass Mexicans. It's just, I mean, I blend in there, so that's why I don't really like going to that gym. But it is, like, there's hardly any cakes at ours. So. Oh, we got cakes. And so... The cool thing is, so what I'll do though is on Duolingo, you could say when I try to ask you to do a, a speaking, a speaking exercise, bro. Like if I'm on the bike, right? Check it out, bro. I'm on the bike. Right. I'm just riding. I'm doing my little ride and shit. Five miles. Here we come. You remind me of Dumb and Dumber when they're in the car and he pretends hey. he's. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm riding this shit, right? And then, uh, and so I'll hit, boom, can't speak for 15 minutes. And that way they just ask me regular questions I can answer by hitting the fucking button. Mm-hmm. so i'll be riding hey i'll ride five miles and knock out three lessons all oh, day very good and how do you feel how do you feel that's working for you bro hey it's good i never knew what a boligrafo was or a boleto or a maleta or a cartera or there's so much shit bro like comprar i would have never knew that was to pay yeah there's so many words i'm I'm learning on there that are gonna help me with my have Spanish they, have they taught are... you about la cuenta of course bro the check yeah Come on, bro. I don't know. Yeah, they talk, hey, that was in like episode two. Oh, right? so okay. Have, like, Excuse me. They have like, motherfucker, I'm on 13. Right? Oh, my. Like, You're almost done with the first season. Yeah, bro. So they got these, uh, they got these like little, whatever. You get points. They do stories. They do match the word. You know, they, they, they make you repeat it back. They repeat it to you. They do all these little exercises, but. But if you're like trying to learn the shit and you're like good with the phone and you fuck with your phone all day anyways, it's hella easy to learn it, dude. It's like, it's hell of adaptive and. Shout out Duolingo. So yeah, I bet. Hey, I bet you within the next six to twelve months, I'm done, bro. I'll be fluent. Dang. See, I've been trying to learn Spanish for thirty four years, and I'm still not fluent. So if no, Duolingo, Duolingo can be helping you out in six months to a year. That's. I mean, I think that's pretty awesome. Well, because your 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 level is probably you know similar to mine, give or take, more or less, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, so you already know a lot of shit. It, it helps with the laws and the the L's and the Elia and fucking you know and and you know, occupada, occupado, like when to use feminine and masculine, like it, because you can see it. Like you when, use when feminine you if it doesn't have a wiener. That's what I've yeah. Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> well, you know what I learned on Duolingo is if you're looking at the sentence, especially if you're reading it or if you're listening, if the if the sentence ends in O's, it probably is going to end in an O. If the sentences end, a lot of the words are ah, then it's going to end in, you know, an occupada. So mm-hmm. it's dope. Check it out. Duolingo. Duolingo, there you go. Duolingo right now, use code word, code word Kukui. So yeah. promo code Kukui to get 10% off your your year-long subscription at Duolingo. Oh, that's fucking great. Where are we at now? What you got? Oh, you I'm know what? You, Actually, okay, well, well, Covino was talking about the headphones in the gym or whatever because there's some dudes that, he, that were irritating him because, Doug... I feel like this is a lot of this younger generation where he said they'll be listening to say they have their headphones in, but they're listening to Bad Bunny and they're over here thinking they're Bad Bunny singing louder because they got their headphones in or maybe they don't and they just got the phone playing. But a lot of these kids are are singing Bad Bunny out loud and Camino is sitting there like, are you serious, Doug? Like, you're you're really going to sit here and just like sing louder off the top of your lungs like nobody else is in here? And you know what? I'll I'll give you this. I work on the campus of a community college, and there are Doug. There's some. There's kids walking around on Facetime, like, 
yeah, you know, uh, especially a lot of the athletes. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna go right there, and then I'll, I'll be at Starbucks in three minutes. So uh, it's like, dog, throw some fucking AirPods in, or or put it up to your ear, like like you, the whole world ain't gotta hear your conversation. No. Well, dog, when this ha- this happened to me a few weeks ago, where I go, <laughs> I go, all right, when this student leaves my office, I gotta go let my supervisor know that this ain't one of my homies because I know she's thinking it's one of my friends. So this kid comes into my office, right, and he's like, hey, um. So I'm a barber and I was like, okay, like, all right, have a seat barber, you know? And he was talking to me about, you know, certain things or whatever. His phone rings and he goes, he answers it on speaker, right? So I'm thinking this dude's going to be like, hey, um, hey, I'll, I'll hit you up in a little bit or whatever. I'm right here, whatever. Boom. Okay, cool. So this dude goes on to be like, hey, so uh, she gave him the money for the strap. So he's going to drop it off. Oh, shit. On my mom. Right. And I go, <laughs> I go, oh, my God. And then so he goes, yeah, no, 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 no. So he goes. And on let, me guess, and let me guess. Your mom knows what strap is. So no, no. I'm just I'm pretty sure my mom doesn't know. But but for real, like, like on, on anything, this dude's saying that. And I go. For real? I'm like, dog, you're just gonna, whatever. So my supervisor walks by my office and she peeks her head in like, and I'm like, I don't know this dude. Like, what are you looking at me like that for, you know? And then, so I go, whatever. So I go, I know she's thinking there's this hood dude in my office. He's super loud. He has to be one of my friends, you know? So then, um, so then he goes, one of your friends. So he goes on to have this conversation. (laughs) That doesn't sound very nice, bro. So he goes on to have this conversation for a couple of minutes. And then finally, he's like, hey, well, right now I'm in college. So um, I'll call you later. And then I'm so, in college. I'm, I'm in college. On, yeah. <laughs> on anything. He goes, <laughs> he goes, uh, not even. I'm not at the, that I'm at school. I'm, I'm, I'm at, at school. school. Hey, I'm in class. Not, I'm at school. Not I'm at the <laughs> college. He said, I'm in college. And then, hey, you, you want me to. So this dude want me to. <laughs> <laughs> so it reminds me about what you said acupado acupada right yeah so, doug so this dude is 30 right and so then some little mexican lady walks up to the door of my office right and uh-huh. i'm like oh and i like point like hey do you know her or what you know and he looks and he goes Ama! he goes estoy acupado <laughs> oh he's so, busy oh that's great so his mom he had gone you know to be in college with his mom uh-huh. and um, with his mom with his mom yeah because she, she was he was there with her and so that's why when he was in my office she came back there to look for him like hey what's taking you so long yeah. right and then he was like he he went from a 30 year old guy that i was talking to that was just talking that's just, about that's a strap fool, bro yeah he went from this fool to a four-year-old boy you know, mad at his uh, mom because she was interrupting him. So he, went, I've seen that so much in my life. Bro. It was so funny though because he went from yeah, you know, so she, it's, she, it's two she different get, people. You know, he's gonna drop off the strap to ama estoy ocupado. Like it was so funny, but hey, or hey, hey, as Rich would say, he was two different people. He exactly right. We got we had the s's to to we make things plural when they shouldn't be. Mister Furleys, you know, John Ritters. Uh, you Ritters. know, yeah. So, um, yeah, but that just reminded me of these kids where dog, they're like, like, like for real, like you really need to answer your phone while you're in school and nah. on speaker phones for the whole world to hear, you know? So then, um, when he left, I went to my, my supervisor and I go, Hey, um, just to let you know, I didn't know that dude. And she goes, <laughs> Oh yeah. She goes, um, I was thinking it was one of your friends. And I was like, Nah, it wasn't. You know, I was just like, yeah, nah, he, it wasn't one of my friends. So that's when you're like, hey, when the nerdy white guy comes, I'll just assume he's related to you next. <laughs> uh, that is so funny. Um, I could go on with this, but, you know, you never know who's listening. So I'm just going to. That's um, probably not a good idea. So I'm just going to kick back. Yeah. So um, that's, a, that's a good idea, bro. But yeah, I think I think that is a good idea, especially, you, you know, you know, more details. So I'll just we'll just we'll steer away from this. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it reminded me of when Cavino said these bad bunny type kids. It reminded right. me, and I've I've said this before on the podcast, but we used to call these kids at school 
the en- the Anerkron. No, this is like 10, 15 years ago. We used to call them the Anerkronny crew because there was these what? like Anerkronny. Right? Say that shit slow, bro. Anerkronny. Yeah, exactly. Because what does that stand for? Well, because there was these like little Mexican dudes when we first started college, and they were mostly like soccer players, but they were like. <laughs> <laughs> they were like these kids that would wear like you know like aeropostales mm-hmm. and but uh, like in their mind the aeropostale they, they would like they in their mind they were wearing like abercrombie you know but they couldn't right. say abercrombie so they would say like anacrony you know they didn't say abercrombies no they would say they would say anacrony you know so so we would call them like the anacrony crew you know so they would wear the aeropostales you know they're a87s you know mm-hmm. but yeah. in their mind they were like you know they were fancy they were part of the endocrines you know so um that's what that reminded me of of these kids nowadays they all have that stupid bad bunny haircut that looks like they put a bull on their head you know where you know how how back in the day it was the lloyd christmas and everybody made fun of it now yeah. you see all these the like Caesar, bro. little Caesar. kids mobbing around with like it's like a fade and at the top right here it's like a lloyd christmas box out yeah like, it is it is so it's like i just picture those kids next to Cavito in the sauna being like which is sad it's which is sad because those fuckers are like the kids in the 80s that crimped their hair exactly and every one of them has that same stupid haircut they all got these big old glass earrings like it's just like come on now for real like i don't know I guess I'm old. Yeah. I'm officially old. That's why I'm no, on Facebook. No, you know what though, bro? I don't give a fuck. Age don't it, corny is corny, right? And and, and the, to tell something was right or successful is by longevity. And that corny ass shit gonna die out here faster than skinny jeans. I'm just saying, bro. The the, the jeans that make your nuts pop, they ain't in style no more. Yeah, I, I'm not saying baggy is back, but people ain't doing that no more. But remember when it got out of control and motherfucking looked like it was hugging your leg? Yeah. Yeah, no. Dude, I re- what the fuck are you guys doing, bro? You know what? Actually, I remember. Do you remember back in the day when Five Four um, were sponsoring like Cavino and Rich or whatever? Yes. Well, I signed up for their little um, subscription Pat? service, right? Yeah. Where you would pay like sixty mm-hmm. bucks a month or something, and they would send you like a T-shirt and some jeans. And next month it was like a tie and some socks yes. or whatever. You know, um, <laughs> I remember one time they had um, sent me some jeans. That were my size, but you know, on paper they were my size. But when I received them, because this was around that time where you're talking about them hugging you, dog, yes. these probably should have lube them up to get them. Dog, up. they these were the tightest pants in the history of pants to ever. It, it felt like I should have been wearing these in third grade. Like Why'd your balls feel, dog. I I got them on. I didn't. I never wore them. And I didn't like I told you, you earlier all the way on or what? No, like like I told you um, earlier today, I hate returning shit. Right. So. Yes, um, did. So. <laughs> I love so it. what I did was I just kept them for years, like literally years. And then I just put them in like a Goodwill bag or something because I hey. put them on one time. Brand new pants. They, they were they would have been dope if they were bigger. But being that they hugged me so much, talk, it, I, I was like, I can't be in public with these. So I got a question. You know, you just sparked something for me. Have you ever had pants like that that you bought, right? Say maybe you bought them at DDs, Double Ds, Ross, Marshalls, Burlington. I don't know. Whatever your discount fucking bullshit is. Maybe you bought them over there, right? It was a good deal. And it was your size. You got home and you're like, man, they're just a cut hair too snug, right? Like they're cool and I like them and they're dope, but they're a little bit too snug. Have you ever used that as motivation to try to lose the weight to get in them? Because I've done that shit before and barely this last time did it work. Like I, we were at uh, me and Augustina were at like the um, outlets in Prim, Nevada on the way to Vegas. Mm. And they had a Tommy Hill figure. They had jeans for like 12 bucks. And so I had bought ones that I was a little chunky at the time that were 40, 32s. <laughs> and then I had bought some that were 38, 32s. Yeah. So everybody knows Calvin and Tommy runs their shit small anyways. And if you're a big dude, usually you have to go that bigger size. If you if in some shit you're a 38 but in some shit, you're a 40. If you're fucking with Tommy or Calvin, you're a 40, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 so um, I remember I bought a pair of each. And then now my 38, 32s are baggy. So have you ever 
but it, but that don't happen often. So I'm not doing the happy dance too much. I mean, it is what it is. It did happen. True story. But that doesn't happen often. Have you ever did that, though, where something was maybe like on the border of being comfortable? Like you can make it work, but you feel like it's too tight, but then you lost weight to get into it? No. Okay. Let me tell you, though. But it has happened inadvertently because I've always been most of my adult life been 38, 40. 38, 40. Usually, okay, if I'm in four, if I'm in jeans and they're 40. 40 and, length? No, 38 or 40, but by like 32, oh. 34, whatever, right? Okay, I was but, like, damn, bro, you got 40-inch fucking legs, bro? <laughs> no, no. Why you in the NBA? No, the 30, waist, I'm talking about waist, 38 or 40. Okay. Yeah, that's so, what I've been at, 38, so 40. So, most of my life. And yeah. so, it, the thing is, though, they're, when I'm wearing, if I'm in a size 40 and they're getting a little snug, that's where I'm like, but it's not like I just bought them. I just tried them on, but if no, they're you, mine, you feel it. I yeah. feel it. And I'm like, all right, dog, kick back, you know? So yeah. right now, no, nah, Hey, uh, wait, that, you know, what's sad about that, bro. I don't even want to cut you off. What's up? Every chubby person out there knows that like what you just said, you got them damn jeans. <laughs> and when them motherfuckers are a little bit too snug, you know, you've been acting up, you know, it, you it's know, so- it. oh, what the fuck? Oh man, like I can still get them on and shit, but you should got a little bit of leeway here and shit, partner. What's going on? Yeah, no, they you start you start trying to make excuses like, well, I did it just was wash tough them. Weekend. I did wash them, you know. Weekend. Usually when you wash them, they are a little more snug, you know. It is but Thanksgiving. No, but you know what though? Right now I'm actually cool because I'm at a 38 and they're comfortable, they're a little loose. And I just got back into the gym like a week or two ago, right? So yep. For me, I'm like, cool. I'm at a comfortable 38. I'm like, who knows? We'll, we'll, we're at episode 148. Let's see by episode 160 if I'm in a 36, which I've, oh. only, been, I've only been at once or twice in my adult life. The 36. Me too, but bro. That's I when I was once. like, that's when I was like, I was getting down, you know? So mine was an 01 and I had the flu. <laughs> <laughs> I think I wore them. They were silver tabs and shit. They were 36, and I had 32s. The flu. And Look. I rocked them twice. That that is so funny because that's a classic like bigger dude thing, right? Yeah, I did get into these jeans one time, but I had the flu. Like that I had is the flu, bro. To me, that is so week, funny. I, I put them on twice and shit, and that was it. But Doug, uh, well, well, think about like when um when I had all my tonsils and all that work done, um as I had hung out with my buddy Luis, right, and he was like, "Dude, you look like hella skinny," and I was like. I had talked to him and he was like, yeah, he had he had happened to me in town like a week and a half or two weeks after I had the surgery. And so we were kicking it. And he was like, dude, like for real, like (laughs) and it's so funny that it takes us bigger dudes to really drop weight like that, that dramatically you had to get the flu or I had to have like all these surgeries, you know, so. And, 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 you know, what's crazy. Let me add to that, though. If that happens when you're already in a kick ass routine, you might shake 20 pounds. Yeah. No, for if sure. If you're already in your shit and you're already cardioing up and you got your little routine and you don't pig out too much while you're down and you fucking pick your routine up as soon as you can, fuck, you might lose 20 pounds doing that. Yeah, no, for sure. There definitely, there there's definitely. Um, I feel like right now that's why I'm happy right now because I'm in a good spot. <laughs> happy and Gilmore. I, I just started. Uh, I just started incorporating a little more activity into my life, so I'm thinking, cool. I'll be I'll be in a good area. So yeah, we'll see what happens. So, well, I'll just say this. Once I post feet pics, the behind the, the velvet soap will have a free link. Uh, you'll know it's um, El Kikui because the baby toe will have a little bit of pink on it. It'll be the one pink toe. That'll be your, your thing to stand out. Hey, whatever's <laughs> got to be, bro. I'm getting paid. I'm good. Uh, but I wanted to ask you real quick two questions I had because they were talking this week about... Oh, yeah! They were talking about... Um, People driving, 16-year-olds driving, is it too young, blah, blah, blah. I Rich, heard that. Yep. Rich was saying this or that. So I had two questions for you. One is, how old were you when you got your license? Were you one of these people that were waiting for the day of your birthday to show up there? Motherfucking right. Or, um, okay, so you, you remember, were you, and in California, was it 16, was it 15, was it 17? 15 and a half for the permit, 16 for the license. After Same here. You had the permit for six months. So, yeah, who? I mean, dude. Like, I don't know. Again, we, us, my generation, we were independent. We did shit. We, most of us didn't have to be home till the sun was down. Like, mm-hmm. 
why the fuck wouldn't you? Especially if you had cool parents that would let you use the car. Yeah. Why the fuck would you not? You know, so like me, I, you know, I hung out with a lot of cats, older cats when I was young. And we go out on Friday or Saturday night and, and they would be using their parents' car. So, of course, you want to be able to take your other close buddies out because usually when you did that, you hung out with a group and you weren't super tight with everybody in the group, just the driver. Yeah, no, for me, it was a little bit different if I'm being real with you. For me, I got my license when I was 19, 18 or 19. Yeah, I think so. And for me, it was a lot of, I mean, everybody I kicked it with was driving. So I never had a really that encouragement to. to Bro. Yeah. I'm confused. Why? How do you go get your money, though? Like, if you don't got a car and someone says, hey, be here at this time, I got a job for you. Or, hey, fucking yada, yada, yada. Like, how, I don't know. How do you, it affects your scratch, no? <laughs> but the jobs I had when I was a kid wasn't just somebody hitting me up randomly. Like, hey, come get this so you can get your scratch. It was like I worked like this many days a week after school or whatever. But it wasn't like it wasn't random like that to where like to me, it was just kind of like. I don't know. It was never really a priority like it was like I see like like you said, for you, it was a priority. Like, no, I got to get this. I got to get my money. I got to put this or that. Hey, and, well, the street, the streets don't make appointments. So I don't care if you're selling knockout sunglasses, weed or fucking whatever it is you're selling. You got a pager at that time and you better be ready to roll when they call. Yeah. And th- this is where <laughs> this is where Rich Davis says that El Kukui is a character, because for me. <laughs> That was not that was never even a part of my life. I was over here learning the freaking the uh, I want it that way dance in my bedroom. And then like I had to go to work for a few hours in the evening or whatever, you know, but did he mean I I was a character or a caricature? The little dudes where they draw the character fucking cartoon of you at the. Oh, no, he definitely said a character because he he he, he heard some of the the just the the personality. It came out. It came out. Um, Thanks. And then I also want to know. Um, do you remember the vehicle that you took your driving test in? That's a hard one, huh? You do I remember? Do. A 1994 Chevy Tahoe Blazer. The nice. smaller one. Not the big old full-size one, but remember when they made the one, like the Blazers. It was they, like they, the they it was like them. the Bronco too, almost. Kind of, but it was, you know, but he had the extend, my pops had the extended one. So it was a, it was a 94 Chevy Blazer. Doug, my, 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 well, my buddy Johnny that, you know, I've talked about, he had a, a 1990 blazer i think it was the last year they made that body style uh-huh. that shit was so dope man it had so much balls in it i would if he was gonna come pick me up because we were gonna go somewhere dog i would hear him coming like four streets down just and i'd be like oh that shit was so dope and most of the time i mean he had me driving it because he hated to drive so he would right. be like he show up to my pad and i'd go to get in and he was in the passenger seat like oh, not <laughs> so but that i thought that was dope i was trying to think of the vehicle that i took my test and i can't remember and i thought about this question when they talked about it like i think on wednesday or thursday Mm -hmm. and right now i still can't remember which vehicle it was in i don't remember well what are the fucking candidates i don't know it might have been my buddy Ralph's Blaze or Bronco. He did your buddy's car for your. I, I might have. Truck? I might have done that. Was it his Bronco? Because I remember if I didn't that oh. day, I kicked it. The day I got my license, I kicked it with him and his now wife. And um, I remember we were kicking it that day. So I, I might have taken his Bronco, or I don't remember. But um. I, I can't remember. I can't remember to save my life. But I remember around what time it was. But I'm trying to think of the vehicles that were in my family at that time. I can't remember really what it was. or. But I don't know. I don't know. So just you guys out there that are listening, let us know in the comments if you remember the vehicle that you took your driver's test in. Because I don't remember. And if I could remember by the time we, you know, we put this episode out, I'll put it somewhere in the description or the comments or something. But... I can't remember to save my life, man. What about your driver's training? Because I took my driver's training in a Honda Prelude. And that car was so easy to drive. I remember I had the instructor next to me and whatnot. And it was hella easy to drive that little Honda Prelude. What was yours? Well, I don't even know what a driver training is. Well, 
bro, well, because you fucking waited till you're 35 to get your license. When you're, when, you're, when you're a kid, bro, when you're a kid, you got to like have like three hours with a certified instructor and pass the, the, the curriculum. No, that's not how it was for us. We had a driver's class, like a driver's ed type of class mm-hmm. that was just on paper in school. I took that. But then for us, it was you were like 15 and a half when you get your permit. Yes. But they didn't require anything else. It was just like you have your permit for this amount of time. They didn't even say, hey, you need to have this many amount of hours. It was just you took your permit test. If you pass the written, then they assume you're driving around with your family or your friends or whoever, you know, whoever is licensed. And then when it's time to be, you know, 16 and you're coming in to get your actual license, they have you do your tests right there. But it was never you didn't need anything to sign off on or anything or they did this many hours and this kind of it was all kind of one shot well maybe that was a california thing because i think uh if you wait till you're 18 you don't need the driver's training part with the the you know behind the wheel training um but you just got to pass the written test i know as an adult in cali if you wait till you're 18 you just pass a written test and then i think you're done dude i don't know maybe you gotta do a driver's (laughs) test i don't fucking know doug i'm laughing because i'm remembering my brother is six years older than me right so Mm -hmm. I remember when he was, what, 16 or whatever, because he was one of those who he wanted his license right away and all that. Yeah. Well, he might have not even been 16. Wait, oh, wait, wait, sorry. What do you mean one of those? He was. What does the fuck does that mean, bro? I was one of those. What does one of those mean? <laughs> like the go-getters that when you're. you're well, yeah. Let me ask you this. Yes. Yes. So, so A let, go-getter. Me, let me ask you this. You know what? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to group those go-getters because those are the same motherfuckers at Disneyland or the amusement park trying to pass for 54 when they're 53 because they want to hurry up and get past the fucking line. Like, yeah, dude, when everything was available for me, I wanted it. I wanted it all. Yeah. So you don't have to be offended. I just wasn't I was. a go-getter. What do so, you mean one of those? So you you and my brother were one of those. And I remember, Doc, so if he, if, if he was 15 and a half, then I was what, like 10, 9 or whatever. But I remember one day, Doc, I, for me, it's so funny because I remember I was like, oh, fuck, this is how my life ends. I'm nine years old because, Doug, I remember him for some reason. The vehicle was automatic. I remember the car that we were in that day. It was an automatic. It was like a it was like a 98 Grand Prix or something, right? Or Or something. I don't remember what it was. But it was it was green and it was yeah, it was like a or no, it was a Grand Am. It was a Grand Am. Yeah. It was green, whatever. I'm sitting in the back seat like a little nine year old kid or whatever. And my <laughs> brother's learning how to drive. My mom's in the passenger seat. Doug, and I just remember my brother driving on the opposite side of the road, looking at his feet. I guess he was kind of like, hey, which one's the brake type of shit? Oh, <laughs> and, shit. and I see a vehicle driving head on to us. And I'm like, ah, this is it. This is how, how that I is go. That's the worst story I've ever heard when it comes to driving, bro. Yeah. It, it was so funny because I remember like That's fucked. right there with like my Tickle Me Elmo or whatever. Like, damn, this is how I'm going to die, mm-hmm. huh? Right? That's and, horrible. <laughs> so, yeah. That that was one of... Maybe that's why I was terrified to actually get my license at 15 and a half or whatever the hell he was, you know? So, check it out. So, my mom grew up in Colorado and like her family was all like dairy farmers, right? They raised cows and sold the milk. And I remember being like nine and my cousin let me drive trucks around the little farms out there. Mm-hmm. So I already knew how to drive by the time I was 10. Oh, see? Yeah, not me. I remember. Oh, you know what? And then when my sister was like two, she got in. We had one of the vehicles in our backyard <laughs> and she got in it. It was on maybe like my dad got out to like move a football out of the way or something. But then yeah. my sister jumped in and drove and like drove into our, um, our grill that we had that was like built mm-hmm. into the lawn, you know, like it was like brick and yeah. all that. My right. sister drove into that in the vehicle when she was like two. So she was two. I was eight. So I think around eight, nine is where she drove into our grill and my brother was driving on the opposite end of the road. So if you're having oh, a, a psychologist look at this from, from that end, it might, it might, you, that might be why. Makes sense. No, I, I remember, uh, I think I was like six or seven. I fucking yanked the shit out of park and crashed into the neighbor's car. You pulled it out of park when you were how old? I was, I was, I was a kid, bro. I was like 
I, I was six or seven years old and I don't know. I fucking somehow I took it out of the fucking park and it rolled back. We were in a little cul-de-sac. So it rolled down our driveway, went through the little road, went up their driveway. It was, I don't even think they filed insurance, but, uh, but I cracked it. I hit it. And then three or four years later, you're driving at 10. I was. So, hey, you know what, and, though? And, and I was driving stick. And that's the thing, too. So my cousin let me drive when I was like nine. And then when I told my parents, because a lot of those roads back there weren't even paved yet, bro. They were still gravel. And there weren't there weren't a whole lot of popo. So then when I told my parents, my mom had a little Mitsubishi stick shift, little 1987 Mighty Max. And it was a stick shift. And uh, so she would let me drive that. So I would drive that from like one farm to the other because you take these little gravel roads and it was like a mile and a half apart, but you never crossed the highway and there was no law. Dog, I, I don't think I learned how to drive stick shift till I was like 28 years old. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, Rich said he's never had a PB&J till he was 30 and, and you say you're more like Rich. Yeah, that is true because, and you know what? The reason I lear- I had to learn was because me and Johnny were laying tile, <laughs> right? We're, me and Johnny are laying tile. We're taking um, a flatbed truck that was stick shift. Right. He didn't know how to drive stick shift. So I was like, well, I guess this is where I'll learn because I had yeah. an idea, right? Right. So that right. that's when I I had to learn, and I mean I had to learn real quick because you're driving a flatbed of truck with you know pallets worth the tile on the back of it. You better learn how to you know if you buck that like a Bronco, your ass you're gonna throw all the tile off. It's gonna be a mess, you know. So I had to learn For real sure. quick. Um, but yeah, that was leaving because it was um his grandpa's old flatbed, and I remember leaving his grandpa's house. His grandpa was laughing at me because at first I was like, oh, you know, bucking, you know, like we went and picked up the tile and stuff. And then I was fine. I had, I had to end up driving that a few times and I learned, I mean, quickly. It's like, bro, it's like. What's crazy is is on that farm back there, bro, when I was like 15, they used to, because they were dairy farmers, they grew all their own hay. They bought the shit from Budweiser, the fucking, that they mixed in it and uh, the hops or whatever the fuck they bought. And um, so anyways, I remember one time they were paying me back in the day, like five bucks an hour mm-hmm. and I would drive a long flatbed and it was stick shift. I was 15. I wasn't even, I didn't have a driver's license yet. And they would pay me five bucks an hour to drive this thing to go from where they were bailing the hay and they would load it with the fucking tractor on there to where they were going to store it. I would drive it there and then so I, they would load it. I would drive it. They would unload it and boom, repeat, repeat, repeat. And uh, that's a little behind the velvet soap, bro. Yeah, for sure. No, it's cool, man. I I think um, it's something that that's another thing that I don't think kids are ever really going to drive stick shift from here on out. Because think about all the vehicles. Not only are they automatic, but they're freaking all they're turning all into electric cars. So it's not even shifters. Yeah. My buddy has a Beamer that's with the paddle shifting. It's pretty dope, Doug. That's super dope to drive. Yeah, my buddy Chris. My, well, this is bro. My, this is my buddy Chris's. Um, ah, this was probably like he's always been like a Beamer guy. This is like a few Beamers ago, but that it was so a, a dope. A few it, Beamers ago, for real. It was it was a um it was a convertible. It was dope, mm-hmm. man. So that that was dope. So maybe 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 in the show, bro. Hashtag a uh, pedal commander because now that I got my little Tacoma. Shout out Mito. He works at a truck customization place called uh, Noble Distributing in Fresno. So I told him about this little pedal commander and, you know, asked him if it was any good. And he bought one for his truck. Well, anyways, he got a Tacoma. I got a Tacoma. Bro, he put this fucking pedal commander in my shit. And, you know, typically when fucking you're gunning it, you got to fucking go to the ground, right? Mm-hmm. It starts here. And you're like, and the, you know, and, and, and the way that it goes, the faster you push it to the metal, the pedal to the metal. That's the term. You're supposed to go faster, right? This fucking pedal commander, bro, it almost like it reverses the fucking pedal where, like, you barely tap that fucker. Went, went, went. Oh, yeah. Fucking head jerking. Yeah, bro. You can't even fucking. And you're just jerking. Excuse me. You ever put a chip in your car? No. I was never that dude. Or the little little muffler on the end just to make it sound cooler. Nah, not well, that not dude. The muffler, not the muffler, but the chip. You know when you diagnose it, when it gives you like the codes or whatnot of what's wrong with it? Just the one that plugs in right there that affects performance. You've never done that? Oh, I have had chips in my car, but they've been Doritos. Oh, what kind? Cool Ranch or uh, Spicy Nacho? Cool Ranch. You know what? 
Doug, it's so what? funny because my girl, she was buying um my daughter like snacks for her lunch. So she'll make her like a little sandwich and put like a bag of chips or something. So the other day, my daughter was like, Daddy, she's like, come here. And I was like, I thought you said she didn't eat fucking nothing but nuggets and mac and cheese. She's expanded her shit a little bit. But um, no. And you know what? This was very recently because she had never tried those um, Cool Ranch Doritos. Uh, and I was like, Kennedy she loves them. I was like, listen, dog, you're going to love these. And she was like, no. And I was like, Kennedy, for real. I'm like, I'm your daddy. Would I lie to you? And she's like, I don't know. You're a little shady. You know, she looked at me. You are shady. And then, you're shady as and fuck, bro. So she looked at me and I was like, Kennedy, she tried them and she was like, oh, damn. So then the other day, well, maybe it's like a week or so ago, she's like, daddy. I was like, what? She's like, hey, mommy bought me snacks for my lunch. I was like, oh, cool. She's like, you want to see something? I was like, what? Yeah. She's like, come here. So she um, has me go to like the little pantry area and she like opens the door and I was like, what? She goes, look it. And she pulled out a thing of Cool Ranch Doritos. She was like, she put these in. And I was like, oh, Kennedy, she got you some of those? She's like, yeah. So she's like, oh, shit. So now those are her shit right now. So definitely they yeah. were my shit. I don't, a lot of people say they're overrated. Right now, bro. I don't think they're overrated. I think they're rated just perfectly fine. Cool Ranch, you know what, bro? I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to probably stir some trouble up with this comment. But I think Cool Ranch better, is better than nacho cheese. Uh, I'm, I'm. I don't want to say I agree, but I'm very close to agreeing because, I mean, nacho cheese are the classic. They but, are. But they're I, good. The Cool Ranch, though. Doug, am I tripping or did the Cool Ranch flavor come out like in the 90s or something as like a new flavor? Or yeah, have they always been a flavor? Because I feel like to me, in, the 90s. in my mind, they're still like the new Doritos, you know? Oh, no, they, they're like 30 years old. Well, yeah, I know they're like 30 years old, but I mean, think about me as a four-year-old never they don't have them and then one day they have them you're like oh damn these are the new doritos so i feel like that, that always sticks with me were you there when the cheetos went hot yeah i remember oh yeah dog actually or the hot funyuns when they made fucking hot funyuns bro hot but i feel like hot funyuns were made after hot cheetos as they kind were. of like a they were kind of biting it you know they were but they did a great job because that's just fire yeah no, Doug, I remember my sister. She, You know what? And people say that, like, Latina girls, you know, they're crazy with their red fingers because they always have the hot Cheetos. Doug, that Cheeto is fin, the, nine. The finger. That's nine million percent my sister, Doug. She was literally, like, five years old. Like and Now it's Takis. Just freaking, um, yeah, I have, like, my little nephews and stuff, um, like, with their Takis, but... The Cheetos, That's the shit now for them, huh? Doug, I remember those. My little sister was like barely old enough to eat them, but she was like, ah, 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 oh, ah, and eating them because she thought they were so bomb. So, yeah, man. That's the days, bro. That's the good shit. But yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But do you have anything else, Doug? Or do you think it's about time for us to wrap this up? And that's one thing that Mr. Beast had said not to say. So maybe I cut this out. But he was like, as soon as you start wrapping up a show, boom, people are out. So I don't want people to be out. You know what? Maybe we wrap it up and then after we're wrapping wrap, wrap it up. After we're wrapping it up, maybe we give away a t-shirt or something for those that were actually loyal enough to listen. But or a do, burrito. Do you have anything right now, Doug, that, that you wanted to get to that I didn't let no. you because I never shut up? No, that's true, but no, no, I'm good. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, I guess after show but later, do you have any shout outs today? Shout outs to everybody out there uh we love you all fucking shout out to fucking Stickman, colombo fucking tip dog meatball all my stizzy team fucking uh funky monkey carl reinhardt md on uh, instagram you know everybody that supports us man anybody yeah. anybody that supports shout out rich davis for actually checking us out and uh you know giving us a little 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 airtime like he, he's been a little resistant before but hey that that's that's a good that made us feel good man so shout out everybody that supports us and you know what yeah i just want to add on real quick there was a couple of names that i saw recently kevin um cedarholm that dude's been showing us some love so i know he doesn't get enough love here on the show but i see you kevin cedarholm Cedar so that that's what's up bad and we see jim million i don't know if he's french but jim i know jim's having a rough time you know um the last few months the last year he's been going through some stuff so 
Jim, we're glad that we could help you out, entertain you a little bit. And then sure. the, the last person I want to say what's up to is somebody named Sean Hall. So shout out to Sean Hall. He's uh, this white dude. And in relation to Scott Hall, you know, you know, what's funny is that all the halls that I grew up with, they were they were all brothers and sisters. And um, this dude, I saw Sean Hall. I saw he was a white guy. So I was like, I never put Scott Hall and I never put it together. That white guy. Right. But shout out to, to shout out to all the all the halls. Sean, Pass, Scott, <laughs> Robert. You know, all of them. So shout out to all the halls. Um, everybody, episode number 148. We'll see you guys in episode number 149. You know what that means, Gee, Open Boy? I do. Actually, you know what? I think this what? marks 100 because we had number 69 and a half. So would, that, would the math make this 100? I think it is. So let, let's, let's go ahead and episode number 100 together, your boys yeah. D. El Kakui, this has been a right. great 100 episodes, man. You always make the conversation so easy. I got some feedback this week about, you know, in our last episode, we talked about how how we actually became a duo, how we became the after show, but later. And um, we got some feedback this week that we're, we're saying how it's definitely a great show. We have great chemistry. People dig it. So I appreciate El Kakui making time every week to do this because, you appreciate know, you too, bro. You know, it's just, I appreciate you appreciating me and everybody that's listening. We appreciate appreciate you guys. So, Hell yeah. after show, but later, 100 episodes together to a thousand more of me and El Kakui. We will see you Fuck guys yeah. in episode number 149.